Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. This is Shelby, your host as always. And today I'm interviewing Zoe Meisen. She is from the UK and she is the founder of Zoe Meisen Lash Academy and Ladies Lounge, which is in Swinton, England. She's also the founder and director of High Lash Couture, which is a luxury lash brand. And she's also one of the organizers of World Lash University, which I have talked about a couple times on the show so far. It is in May of this year. It's May 12th to be exact. You guys know I will be there. I'll be speaking at that conference. So I hope that you guys have snagged a ticket if you haven't already. It'll be my first time in the UK, period. So I'm so excited. So we're going to be basically talking about her last journey, of course, and a little bit about World Lash University and the importance of attending conferences like that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And without further ado, here is Zoe. Okay, Zoe, so how did you first get into the lash industry? I started in the like, beauty industry originally um, around 16, 17 years ago. Um, I worked a full-time job and obviously did beauty around that in the evenings and the weekends. But I started in lashes about 10 years ago now. Um, it's when lashes were really thick, the J curls, the not really safe curls um, and weight like they are today. I started lashing around six, seven years ago, uh, sorry, volume lashing around six, seven years ago, and I just fell in love with the volume side of it. Um, I entered competitions um, in the early days as well, uh, which I never really placed anywhere, but I just took on board all the uh, comments and everything that was out there and uh, progressed myself and then actually went on to um, winning the awards and that, that, ha- that I have, and that's what obviously got me noticed as as my business really yeah so what was your original intention like whenever you wanted to start a career like what did you envision yourself doing I don't really know to be honest it was something that just grew when Mm -hmm. I first started out in the industry I was just renting a small room in my best friend's salon um, but mm-hmm. the, the, at that, that town, I, um, I, out, I outgrew that quite quickly. And now I own the Zoe Mazin Lash Academy and Ladies Lounge um, in Swinton, South Yorkshire, which is over here. And now I have uh, 11 staff. When I went from being just like a one-man band to having 11 staff, I've obviously a trainer now, and I've trained nearly 300 students since we opened three years ago. Uh, we are expanding even further this year, hopefully. And I also now own High Lash Couture, which is, one of the high-end lash, lash brands that we started last year. Um, and that's doing extremely well. So from having no intentions of what I wanted to do, to having this kind of, I think things just lead one thing to another, but it's really, really boomed for me, this, this career. Yeah, for sure. What did you, what would you say is some of the struggles that you've faced, especially with opening a salon, that's something that a lot of people aspire to do. So tell me what that was like. Well, I would say any business owner will know that mm-hmm. things don't always go to plan, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't think of anything as really a struggle. Um, I see it more of a life lesson. Uh, I've made so many mm-hmm. mistakes, but each one I've tried to uh, learn from. I've tried to um, grow as not only a business, but as a person with it all. I mean, staff are always an issue, but thankfully, um, now after years and years of of trading, um, I've found the most amazing team um, that I trust, and I think they are a great asset um, to help build the business. But yeah, um, I, I try yeah. not to see the the bad in the struggle side as a positive. 
Yeah, that's very hard to do. So I'm sure that took some learning as well, how to learn to deal with. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of people send in questions and they want to know about building clientele. And so someone that has helped build a clientele for like your staff too, can you, do you have any advice for people that are maybe just starting out or may want to open a salon too? Like what kind of things should they be looking for and doing? I, I would say, first of all, you've obviously got to be doing out great work. And I think you can always better yourself. You've always got to invest in better education and not really let yourself get into bad habits. Try and keep refreshing your skills. Uh, there is also things like marketing yourself that is is really good to do. I mean, when people think about courses, they often think, oh, I need to go on another lash course. But there is so many different visions. And one of the things when I'm teaching my students is we go over a lot of business side of it because I do feel mm-hmm. that a lot of the students that come into my academy, they are students that have never had a business. They may have been, had been in another career and they just come into this and think, I'm going to make money quickly. Um, and it's going to be a, a skill that I can just do, you know, that's not going right. to take much um, training and everything because you do see lashes very popular now. But I would mm-hmm. say that is one of the biggest things in being successful is you need to have the business skills as well as being an amazing lash artist because we see it so uh, commonly now that people without the skill seem to be really, really busy. And then you do see little lash artists that are amazing artists, but they struggle for clients because they don't know how to sell themselves as well. So it mm. is more the like looking beyond just the lashes, I think, that you have to be aware of. Absolutely. I think you have to balance the artistry and like the businesswoman yeah. within you or businessman, you know, but yeah. it's very hard because, you know, a lot of people there, they, they go into this and they're, they get so busy and then all of a sudden they're just this full blown business owner and they're juggling all of these things and they don't know what to do. And they decide like, okay, well maybe I should just hire someone and I'm just going to pay them um, commission or I'm just going to pay them this way. And before you know it, you have your next person and your next person and your next person and you have this company and like, is your pay structure even right? Do you even know your budget? Like, and it's really scary that people get thrown into it for the right intentions because they love what they do and they're passionate about it. But without the business side and like the financial side, it's very hard to actually keep it successful. And I, I can attest to this too, because that was kind of like what my story was like. And I grew so quickly that it was hard for me to keep up and I got out of the chair and everything. But at the same time, there was still so much lacking from, you know, that I I hadn't realized yet or just like hard lessons to learn. And I I completely agree with what you're saying that it's not just the lash artistry that you have to focus on. And I know you um, just finished like a life coaching program. And so can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I uh, I decided to do the life coaching program. It was just kind of a, as a hobby um, at first. I thought it might be really good as well for like self-help mm-hmm. pieces. But I'm really big on the law of attraction and positivity. And I love helping people, especially like students yeah. and staff. So when I stumbled across this course, I just thought, oh, I'll just try it. But I actually loved it. And I, I whizzed through the course and I passed it. But 
within a couple of weeks. And so I'm thinking of offering like the business mentoring to help support others. But I do think as well, like there is things in your business that you you have got to realise that you cannot do yourself. Like, for example, I'm not really good on the finance side of any everything. So I hire mm. accountants to take that away from me. And I think sometimes with obviously the life coaching side of it, what I'm thinking is that you can help people find their strengths and the weaknesses. So hopefully then you can put people on the right track. And it's sometimes just having someone there to nudge you and say, right, come on, this is your this is your strength. You're fantastic at lashes, but you know, this side of it you're gonna need a little bit of help with and hopefully then it'll make people steer in the right direction, I'm hoping. Yeah, for sure. And when you're when we're coaching people on not just lash artistry but you're actually bringing in the business side of stuff or even just like how to think or how to handle situations you're able to translate translate that back into your career with how to handle like a difficult situation with a client or how to get in the right headspace whenever you have to fire someone and and stuff like that I think that's very beneficial and it's very rare for someone to go out and seek that kind of like certification so that's awesome that you're doing that and do you have any advice for, and there's so many trainings, whether it's like in the lash industry or outside of the industry, what would you say that people need to look for when they're trying to choose what type of education they want or what trainer they want to go to? Yeah, I think when you're looking for um, your courses, you really need to get a trainer that is passionate and they need to be able to do great work. Um, and they need to keep moving with the times. I think it's so easy to keep just doing what you're doing. And people are sometimes are so scared to push themselves out of the comfort zones. I think support is a big thing as well. Like lashing is hard and you need really someone that's going to be able to guide you through your journey and like keep you on track and be there for you. There's a lot of these big companies that you go, you, you don't even like speak to your trainer ever again you need someone that's a bit more personal and I think a lot of people are attached to really big brands because they think that they are getting better but sometimes Mm -hmm. you will get these just little lash artists that are so passionate about what they do that they want to to share it with you so sometimes Mm -hmm. not going for the big chain options can be like more beneficial I, I think absolutely so for your training academy like what like what is it like how how many days is it and like what can someone expect from taking yeah so what we do is we normally give free reading and everything before the course because we find that students are quite excited to come and get get stuck Mm -hmm. in so we try and give them a lot of pre-reading because what I don't believe in is giving someone a manual and then saying this is what you're going to, you're going to, we're going to work through this manual for several hours. I don't personally learn that way. So right. I'm quite a practical learner. I like to take notes and filter things through that way. So the full train, the classic course is a full day. So they will come, we do quite an intense theory, but hopefully they've, they have read the manuals and we've, they've, they've got a bit of knowledge before they come. And then mm-hmm. the, the afternoon of the course, then they would do practical work. And then after that, we obviously do ask them for case studies. They get unlimited support. We have like a Facebook forum that we constantly are in touch with the girls and we offer unlimited support with that. They can literally come whenever they want to come. We have, like I said before, we've got 11 staff members. There's normally seven lash artists in at one time lashing. So they can come, they can sit with us, they can ask us questions. Just come and look at what we're doing, to be honest, and uh, just make sure that, 
they're on the right track and sometimes just watching someone makes such a difference absolutely you have your staff also help you yeah that's awesome that's something that I'm sure that your staff members are like aspire to do is to get to that level where they're helping you with the academy right yeah they all help me one of my other girls Lauren she's actually now a full trainer but I train all my girls up to be able to work to the highest standards possible. And then once we do that, then we will be putting them on to to be trainers as well, but still like to keep my hands in and obviously be a part of it. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's something that eventually I'd like to do with my staff because they're so talented and I see see that within them that they kind of want to help coach and everything as well. So that's really cool that it works for you. So not only are there like classes people can take, a lot of times conferences could also help or entering into competitions to kind mm-hmm. of see what improvements you can make um, based on like the judges' recommendations and such. Um, I know you're part of a conference and you're helping like with the organization behind that. Can you tell us a little bit about that and where it is and when and all of that? Yeah, um, I feel really excited when I talk about the World Lash University mm-hmm. because it is just going to be so good. It's going to be over here in the UK. It's at the mm-hmm. Belfry Hotel in Solihull near Birmingham. Um, it's an absolutely beautiful uh, hotel that we're having it in. It's on the 12th of May and it is going to be amazing. I've been organising it with uh, Katie Godfrey and Julie Knight. Um, these mm-hmm. ladies are just fabulous and we all bounce off each other. Uh, so it's been really fun organising that. Um, we have speakers coming from all over the world. Um, we've got a really good lineup. Um, Katie, Julie, and myself, we all do go to conferences. Um, so when we've been there, we've just been like looking what's out there. And we, I mean, all the conferences are great, but we just mm-hmm. didn't feel like we left thinking I need to do this and whatever to my business. Yeah. So that's why we've just got together and we've got like specialists in the fields coming to give um, actual knowledge of what they do best. So it's actual experts talking, not just lash, lash artists that are researching certain subjects. Uh, it's going to be a two-course lunch. Um, there's great goodie bags. We've got some amazing sponsors. And then, um, including with the ticket as well, you do get um, access to the evening ceremony. Um, and I'm, that is the bit that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be so good. It's uh, glitz and glam. So we've chosen the theme of black ball gowns. That's where mm-hmm. everyone can really dress up. And we've got a three-course mm-hmm. dinner. We've got awards from everything from like lashing to business awards. So there is a category for everyone. The ticket also gets um, an entry into the awards, so everyone's got a chance of walking away with the um, awards. So it's going to be an event like no other one that we've been to. That's awesome. I'm excited. I will also be there. So I think that conferences, uh, especially in the lash industry, I think that they're going to start changing to include more business stuff because oftentimes we see the same speakers who are all absolutely amazing and they're great but if you've been going to conferences for a long time you've heard from them already or you've heard these topics before even if it's like with a different person and I think it's really great to bring in like more of just of a business aspect because that is something that we all need work on. 
I actually was at a salon and spa conference that was just based on business. Like there was nothing technical about it. In fact, there was a lot of hairstylists there and it was called Serious Business and it was in New Orleans here in the States. And it was one of the best conferences I've ever been to in my entire life. They brought like a relationship counselor, like a marriage counselor and somebody that is just like in the fitness world and teaches you about like longevity and your life and like fasting and all of this stuff that you'd never think that would be at a beauty conference. But I respect that you guys are kind of bringing like a different vibe to that conference. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to going. It'll be uh, my first time in the UK. So oh, I hope you like it. Yeah, I'm sure I will. I've heard like great things. And I think I'm going to be there for an entire like two weeks. So I'll make sure to see everything that I can while I'm there. So do you a lot of times in my interviews, I, I try to like dig a little deeper with each person and kind of figure out like really about the lessons that they've learned and um, just like monumental moments in their life. And I often ask a question about like a favorite failure. It's not meant to say that like something actually was a failure. It's kind of like a perceived failure. So do you have a moment where anytime in your career, even outside of this industry, you felt like this was the end of the world and now you look back and you're just so happy it happened that way? Do you have anything like that that happened for you? I would say probably the, the one of the hardest lessons I've learned is like giving everything away from like myself because like with staff I have like given them everything or the the training, the knowledge and I have had things obviously happen that haven't been really nice and I've had mm-hmm. like thing and like I said before, I, I do see it as, as lessons. I've I really have been upset with things and you've had it where you've had things said and things like with people before that have wanted to like tarnish your name. It is so hard to not, obviously like with social media and things at the minute where everybody wants to put things on social media and wants it out there for the world to know. And it's so hard to not do that and try and resist and just... Mm -hmm suffering silence basically but I think you have to try and pull yourself away from things and not jump first head first into situations because it can backfire cool so do you have on the opposite end of the spectrum do you have any moments that were like kind of just affirming like this is exactly where you needed to be or this is exactly like it kind of just affirms like any decisions that you've made within your career. Like, for example, there's times where like I walk into my salon and everyone's working and like the vibe is just so positive. And I walk and I'm just like, wow, like I'm going to pat myself on the back right now. Like I feel really proud of myself. Like this is like a happy moment for me. Do you have any times like that where you realize like, wow, like I really, I'm really happy or I'm really joyful or um, anything about? Yeah. um, I mean, there has been obviously times thing is with me I'm still quite hands-on with my business so I do lash with the other girls I am kind of a worker in there there is mm-hmm. obviously times I do have to pull myself away from that side of it because I have I have got to manage it and I have got to build the business but I still am hands-on so in regards to that half of the time I just um, I'm sat in there and I just feel like it's not mine I am just there with all the girls I think that's why the mm-hmm. team gets on so well but then there will be times I'll go in and I, I sometimes feel like emotional that I've gone in I think wow this is mine I've created all this 
I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've managed to purchase the building that I was renting and I just thought that would never, ever be like attainable. And I've, I've done it in just these few short years. And I just think if I can do that, then what else what can I be capable of? All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you guys listening to the show so much. And if you want to check out Zoe and follow her on social media, I will include all of that in the show notes as well as where to buy tickets to World Lash University. And I hope that you guys have a great weekend or rest of your week whenever you're listening to this. And I will be back very soon for the next episode.